how's it going, everybody? So it's January 10th, Monday. It's about 9.24 in the morning. And this is another installment of what I call Morning Confessions. Those of you who are new, and uh, this might be your first experience with this, um, this is sort of just a laid back, like in the morning before everybody goes off to work, school, all that kinds of things. You sit down and talk about a bunch of different stuff, you know? Um, by far, this is, of course, none of my shows anymore are really produced as much as I want them to be. Uh, but this is definitely the most laid back. Uh, everything slides, you know, um, you know, this is, this is where we get the most raw and deep. I usually don't put ads on these. I usually, you know, don't put, you know, anything like that, anything monetary. This is the one show that I try to keep. I think I have a few episodes in the past put ads on it. Um, but this is the one that I try to keep really just down, down to earth and, uh, you know, just sort of bare. And so when we're, when we're having discussions like that, it feels weird to add, you know, a monetary component to it. It just makes me feel kind of weird. So, you know, I try to keep it. Um, but I do think that there have been, you know, past ones when, you know, I'm not really talking about super serious things, you know, I'm talking about, you know, like... A whole bunch of different movie things or something but but yeah but that's what this is so welcome aboard feel free to stick around the main topic at hand this morning is uh actually a video that came out a few weeks ago um which i don't know how i missed it um but on december 22nd a video was posted on i'm not going to name the youtube channel but um talking about the Johnny Depp situation and Fantastic Beasts and how several of his co-workers have come out and pretty much talked about how kind of shit um, the whole situation is and how strange it is and uh, it's kind of interesting and so I just wanted to talk about that for a second so if you want to stick around and hear my thoughts on that um, welcome to stay around uh, so let's jump into it. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's that is the and that is that is my Xbox. We're gonna mute my TV so it doesn't keep doing that because it's really annoying. Um, in fact, I'm just gonna turn off my TV while I'm doing this podcast because you know why not? Um, I'm literally sitting in my recliner in front of my TV right now doing this. That is how low key this is. I'm still in my PJs. I haven't gotten dressed for the day. That is how laid back this is. Um, Yeah. So, um, back on topic. Um, You know, I try to follow everything with Johnny Depp and this whole situation with him and Amber Heard and how it's affecting him because he's my favorite actor. Um, And I love what he did with Grindelwald. I love The Crimes of Grindelwald as a movie. I know... The vast majority did not, but I was definitely one of the ones in the minority that I thought it was better than the first Fantastic Beast movie. I loved this movie, but I think easily the best thing about this movie was Johnny Depp. Hands down. Even a lot of the people that didn't like this movie also say 
easily the best thing about this movie was Johnny Depp. So what do they do? They get rid of Johnny Depp. Because that fucking makes sense. Um, so yeah, but you know, a lot of his co-workers, um, Jude Law and Eddie Redmayne specifically, have come out kind of talking about how everything's kind of fucked up. The movie's shit. That, you know, it doesn't make sense that he was removed the way that he was, as quickly as he was. And Jude Law says he thinks that he literally only came to set for like one day before he got removed so he's like you know it was just really weird and uh, absurd and everybody seemed to get along really well like they all seemed to in like enjoy working with Depp so it wasn't even one of those problems where like there were issues on set and and things like that you know which just goes to show it's like when people have an agenda and they have a point to prove. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, it's honestly one of those things where it's like, you know, I would never ask another actor to do this because it's it's their livelihood, it's their reputation, and all those kinds of things. But honestly, given everything that's happened with this damn movie, with the Secrets of Dumbledore, it's like. Maybe everyone should just pay whatever fine they have to pay or whatever and just get the fuck out of this contract and just be like, look, I saw how you treated Depp. This whole thing is kind of varying off course. Let's just... I mean, look, there's only two more movies, you know, like way back when, before the first one came out, the initial plan was for five movies. So this is the third one. There's only two more left. So... Maybe you do just go ahead and finish it out. But I know for me, if I was Eddie Redmayne or Jude Law, I would be like, maybe I do just want to, like, get out of this, you know? Like, um, because here's the thing, because I don't think that this is something that I've talked about, actually, when I've talked about the situation. But... Um, this video brings up a really good point. Um, a really good point. Which adds another layer to all the other BS um, with this situation. But when WB was bought out by Time Warner, the thing that a lot of people don't talk about... I mean, I mean I'm sure some do. I'm sure this isn't missed by a lot of people. Um... I mean, it's not missed by me either. It's just for some reason something that I don't think to bring up. But um, Time Warner is a very old-fashioned company. And so, as you all know, through the years with working with Hollywood and different actors and eccentric personalities, you, you know, part of the Hollywood game is dealing with celebrities and dealing with, you know, all sorts of different things. Like how... Bill Murray is basically never on time when it comes to set, you know? How certain actors, you know, are kind of drug addicts, you know, or alcoholics, or whatever the case may be, you know? you It's just part of the game. That's not how Time Warner likes to run things. They're very old-fashioned, and they want good reputation, and so... You know, 
that makes things make a lot more sense on why that they would be so hellbent on siding with Amber and not so much with Depp because it's very old-fashioned and very like oh we don't like wife beaters kind of thing even given you know if you want to know my thoughts on the whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard you can go back there's at least two or three podcasts where I talk about it I'm not going to rehash everything here um but um yeah you know I mean I to sum up my feelings on the situation um I think both parties are guilty I think Amber and Johnny are both guilty equally I don't think one is more guilty than the other I think when it comes to the legal stuff, I think Amber is more in the wrong because I think she's dragged this out and has purposefully drug his name through the mud on purpose. And I think she's a bitch for it, personally. Um, But in terms of whatever was going on in their actual relationship, no, I think they're both guilty. They were two people that had a really intense flame and were really passionate with one another, but they were two people that had no business being in a relationship with one another. It was just one of those things. It was just not a good combination, you know? Um, Yeah, and, you know, and unfortunately, because of places like Time Warner and because of how a lot of people are, are still programmed to think more old-fashioned um anytime there's a case of domestic abuse it's usually always the man that you know gets the um gets gets burned you know um and then and this is no different you know um the only difference is that these are two celebrities and so you know it doesn't get pushed to the side and where nobody hears about it it's it's in front of the entire world to see um as somebody that's followed Depp for I've followed Depp's career since I was 11 years old um not 11 sorry that's when I got into movies I've followed his career since I was 13 14 years old um so since middle school um I mean I had grow grew up on a few of his movies Benny and June and Edward Scissorhands were um movies that I watched a lot growing up especially Edward Scissorhands that's one of the movies that I call a a staple in my growth as a film fan if you want to call it that my origins of getting into film. Edward Scissorhands is definitely one of those movies for me. Um, but I always tell the story. It wasn't until for my 14th birthday, I got a handful of friends together, and me and my dad and my friends all went and saw the movie Holes when it came out because we had all read it in school and everything and loved loved the book. So we wanted to see the movie. And before the movie, they played the trailer for... Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And I'll never forget 
when the movie was over and we were leaving, my dad turns to me as we're walking out and goes, you know that Pi- Pirates of the Caribbean movie, you know that one actor, that's, Ed- that's Edward Scissorhands, it's the same actor. And it blew me away because he looked nothing like Edward Scissorhands to me at all. And that's when I, that's when my infatuation with Johnny Depp's chameleon-like ability um, began. Because his ability to just sink into roles is one of the things that I've always admired about him. And I've been a fan ever since. And I've, I've followed his career since I was 14. It was shortly after that that I saw Finding Neverland. Um, you know, that's a movie I talk about all the time where I literally have watched that movie probably more than any other. Unless you count, like, Star Wars just because, you know, you grow with it, grow up with it, like you know, on on the background, you know, like, you're always, you know, always catching scenes of it here or there, you know. So if you add it all up, I guess technically A New Hope probably would be the movie that I've seen the most, but I tried to be a stickler, be like, no, the movies that I actually sit down and make make a point to watch from start to finish, Finding Neverland is still number one. It's, by this point, Finding Neverland is in the 60s or 70s and how many times I've watched it Pirates is maybe 9 or 10 times less like Fighting Neverland is number 1 and Pirates of the Caribbean is number 2 and then there's a distinct jump from both of those movies to the third place movie which is probably uh, you know Empire Strikes Back Back to the Future, E.T. you know all of those kind of movies for me but there's a big jump between, because it goes from like, you know, 60s and 70s to like the 30s and 20s, you know, like, um, it's a big jump, big jump. But so, yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Johnny Depp fan and I'm 100% on his side on this because, because look, I don't think I'll ever allow myself to become like a toxic fan when it comes to any celebrity because I just don't get that way with people like even with Depp like I don't now I have often said he is the one celebrity that if I ever got the chance to meet I would be flabbergasted I don't know that I would know how to interact around him just because he is the one celebrity that I really do idolize you know Um, I've looked up to him and have enjoyed his stuff for so long that if I actually got to spend like a day with him or a few hours with him, I don't know what I'd do. But really, there's no other celebrity that I'm like that with. Like, pretty much everyone else I just see as other human beings. Yeah, they might have more money than me. They act in movies, but they're just people. I love them. I care about them. I want the best for them. But I don't get goo goo gaga over them, you know? Depp is literally the only one. Uh, but even him. You know, uh, but I say that to say, you know, I'm not a fan that that's like, oh, my God, Johnny Depp. Um, but I am the fan, though, that through since my, me being 14 years old, I have gone into the deep parts of the Web and gone to some pretty strange fan websites. I've read things and kept up to date with his personal life just as much as I have his uh, professional life. And so you know 
Um, now within the last 10 years, I haven't kept as much in touch with them, admittedly. But, you know, prior to the last 10 years, yeah, I, I would make a point, you know, every once in a blue moon during a year to be like, let's let's see what I can find on good old, you know, Depp and what's going on with him these days, you know. Because I cared about him and I wanted to know, you know. Um, but I say all that to say... Um, he's not the monster that a lot of people want to make him out to be. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely an addict. He's definitely not perfect. And he has a past. But I think he would even tell you as much, you know. Um, I don't think he's one of those people that, you know, isn't willing to be honest about those parts of his past, you know. He's not, he's not perfect. He's made, he's made bad decisions. He's made, you know, decisions that he probably wishes he could change. But, you know, you can't, you kind of have to just move forward. And, um, you know, I think it's incredibly unfair, unfair that, you know, everyone wants to judge him the way that they do. But it's also, like I say, and this is really what, where I want to end this part of, you know, talking about Depp and everything. But the last thing I will say as far as Depp goes is, and this is the thing that I, I do want a lot of people to keep in mind. You know, if you're not somebody that keeps up with him and his life like I do or, and have in the past, is let me tell you, as much as you may and I may love him as an actor... If you go watch Inside the Actors Studio with him and James Lipton, you know, his interview with him. If you go and read different interviews and watch different shows like Oprah and different things that he's been on through the years. He has always been honest about the fact that his dream ever since he was a teenager was to be in a band. His his love is music. His love is being a musician. That's what he loves. And even though he's had a vast career as an actor, um, you know, in the sidelines, he's always tried to get his uh, his music career off the ground, you know? Um, and I say all that to say he's at a position right now in his life where, and I always forget the name, the specific name of the band, but he's in that band now, you know? He's getting to go and tour and play music and he is living his best life as a musician right now. Like, when you watch his Instagram videos, when he actually posts, when you see footage of him now, he is happier than he has ever been. You know, you can see it on his face. I mean, he you can, like, he, his face lights up like a little kid at Christmas. Like, he loves being on that stage, playing his guitar, singing in front of an audience that's that's where he gets the most joy and so you know as a film lover as a film fan am i sad that because of everything with amber heard we might not ever get another johnny depp movie or very few johnny depp movies moving moving forward 100 percent. of course i'm bummed but if i'm going to be the person that i claim to be where i put the person first then of all people, I'm going to want Johnny Depp to be happy. And if Depp is happy, 
playing on stage, then honestly, I honestly to that I say two things. One, go have fun, dude. And two, I hope I get to see you play live one day. You know? That's all I have to say. You know? Because that's genuinely how I feel. You know? Um, and to sort of cross this over into the next conversation, the reason why I could say that is because, you know, um, to show when this podcast is taking place, this is the morning after finding out last night that Bob Saget passed away. You know, it's like, what, 65 years old? And so it's like, you know, when you when you have a celebrity death like that, and you realize how short life can be, um, I think it's important to just go after your dreams and go after what makes you happy, you know? And, you know, if if for whatever reason right now, the majority of Hollywood is putting a wall up to depth, then why fight it? Wait for the wall to come down, you know? I'm sure one day the wall will come down and he'll be able to come back and do a shit ton of movies just like he did before, if that's something he wants to do, right? But right now, it's not the time and place. And it kind of works out for him because he gets to go and travel around and play in his band. And, you know... It's great, you know, and it sucks that his divorce with Amber Heard and everything with her is the catalyst for all this happening, but hey, you know, if the end result is him getting to a place where he's happy and comfortable in his own skin, then, you know, good on him, you know, um... So yeah, you know, um, tomorrow, to change subjects, tomorrow, uh, Dune comes out on Blu-ray, Dune Part 1, I should say, comes out on Blu-ray, so if you enjoy that movie, I would highly recommend going and grabbing a copy, um, I'm going to try to get my hands on the Best Buy Steelbook gonna really try because I'm gonna be gone most of the day tomorrow so I'm hoping by the time Wednesday rolls around and I actually get to a Best Buy I'm hoping I will be able to but um but man Dune is such a good movie can't wait to, to have it and to own it and be able to watch it whenever I want um the next movie I'm looking for to come out is um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Waiting for the steelbook for that to come out as well. Um, I really want to get the Punisher steelbook too. If you guys haven't seen that, go to go to Best Buy's website and look up the Punisher steelbook. The 2004 Punisher movie with Thomas Jane. If you are a fan of that movie, check out the artwork on this on this thing. It is badass, and I want it so bad. So I might try to pick that up, too. Um, there's a lot of things that I want to get that are coming out this year. As a Funko Pop fan, they're coming out with a Funko Pop of... So you know the one part in the Duel of Fates battle 
in Phantom Menace um, when, you know, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan are fighting and they go into that one area that has all of, like, the generators or whatever, like the the plasma cores or whatever you want to call them. They're coming out with a Funko Pop where it's like the three of them are standing in front of one of those generators. And the first one they're releasing is Darth Maul and he comes out in a handful of months. But So there's three of them. You get Darth Maul, he's the center, and then Obi-Wan is on one side and Qui-Gon is on the other side. And I have to have this. I have to. As a Star Wars fan and a Funko Pop collector, I cannot not have this. So it's like, I have to be really tight with my money this year. I really have to be careful about how much I spend. I'm really trying not to... But it's like, they just keep coming out with shit that's so cool. Like, ugh, I hate it. I hate it. But, um... Yeah, so we're gonna end this here. Um... You know, um... I thought that was kind of interesting, hearing people actually being willing to come out and defend Johnny Depp. Um, It just goes to show that there are genuinely good celebrities out there that know how fucked up this whole situation is, and people that actually have worked with Depp. Um, So yeah, you know. Um, And look, and I want to say this too, like... I'm upset at Warner Brothers because they're not consistent, okay? I'm upset that they're firing Depp, but they're not getting pushing Amber Heard off of her projects. That's what I'm mad about. I'm mad about the inconsistency. If you are going to stick your fingers into the pie, then you have to do it equally. You have to tell both parties, all right, sorry, we're ending all all of our contracts with both of you just because otherwise it just looks really bad because it's like think think of it as a company like they think that because of how things went in the UK Johnny Depp is a wife beater and Amber Heard is innocent and so in their mind given the fact they are kind of old fashioned oh we have to separate ourselves from Depp so that's what they did but imagine how it's going to look on them if once the court here in the U.S. happens and he's proven innocent, what are they going to do then? They're going to look really bad. They're going to look really bad. Because then you have one country saying one thing and another country saying another. So what are you going to do? The best thing for them would have been just to stay silent and not do anything or fire them both. But doing this picking a side thing telling you there are so many people right now that are choosing Amber's side and you're I I can almost promise you you're gonna look like a fool you know um because here's the thing Depp might have had the easier job of proving his innocence in the UK but it's the UK the UK even while it's still technically a western civilization the court system and the government system is very different than here in America. I am almost fervently confident that he's going to win his case here in America. And look, I'll choke on my words if if he doesn't. I'll come on here. I'm not afraid to say I was wrong, you know, but I really do think that if him and his lawyers do what they need to do, 
they don't let Amber's side and things like that get in their head and all of that. They stick to the plan. I think they're going to be just fine. I think they're going to come out on top. But we just have to see, you know, because honestly, none of us know until it happens. That's just my feeling. I feel like they have this in the bag. Um, but we'll see. So, um, let's see how this goes. Thanks for listening. And I hope that every single one of you that listened to this has a fantastic rest of the week. And we'll have to see what the week brings for all of us, right? Peace out, guys.